This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Okay, bring it up. Hey, might be uh, might be a one man band here for a little bit. Next power goes out happened to pick a pretty good segment for that to happen because it's a segment where we're going to talk a lot about college football and college football win totals and we're gonna have ryan horvath on in a second jake just put a quote in our chat jake this is from ryan i i don't have a shirt on right now i just woke up from a nap which i'm i'm gonna say on the air even if that embarrasses ryan because it's just really funny it, it, it have a shirt on it still talk about college football win totals nick you're you're back are you back nick I, I think so. The the I don't know what happened. Like it's not even that especially hot. It's not thundering or storming here in Staten Island in New mm. York City. But uh, the power went out of my house, and then I came back on, and then the power went out again. So I think I'm good right now. Although you know okay. who the hell knows. I feel like in solidarity with Ryan, should we both go shirtless right now for this interview? Nah, I'm good. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but okay. Ryan can be shirtless because he joins us on the phone here. This is our good friend, co-host of BetMGM tonight, the great Ryan Horvat. Ryan on Twitter at Ryan Horvat, and he sent us a really funny note earlier with all his bets and it's huge and we love yeah. that about ryan horvat uh ryan joins us now on the show a uh, bet mgm tonight again 7 to 11 p.m eastern weeknights following us here on the betql network horvey welcome back nick and ken how's it going guys thanks so much for having me i am i actually have put on a shirt now but uh, i do think you guys should both go shirtless for the interview and what happened here is I took my first nap. I'm not kidding. This is probably the first nap I've taken in two and a half years just because we're always running around. Um, but today, my son actually began baseball camp. So he was out of the door oh at 9 a.m. And he's not back in the door until about 5.30 p.m. I'll be in the studio doing my own show by then. So I laid down. I wanted to sleep for about 45 minutes to an hour. And I ended up uh, going down for like two hours and 45 minutes. So I feel like I just woke up out of brain surgery. But uh, just for you guys. Two cups of coffee already down and ready to roll. Oh, boy, this segment's going to be electric. As somebody with two young kids, by the way, kid camp is the 10 summertime thing. <laughs> it's really, uh, oh, wait, you're out, at, you're out at eight and you're, oh, you're back at three or four. Oh, that's, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, maybe let's us bet on some college football win totals and do a bunch of research. Are you, so Ryan, I, you know, I think we both like bet a lot of win totals. I have bet very few. You have bet very many. A problem that I always have now the last couple of years is the additional work that is required. Wait, who went where? The transfer portal is obviously like one of the big stories of college football. Players are changing teams at an incredibly fast rate. Good players are changing teams at an incredible quarterbacks are changing teams at an incredibly fast rate. It, is getting a handle on that like a big part of your process? Do you think it's overrated that players change teams a lot? How do you use the portal to make a bunch of bets? No, that's such a great question, Ken. And it's funny, man, because like, you know, back in the day, 
I'd bet a lot of NFL win totals. I'd bet a lot of NFL. I'd bet the NBA. I'd pay more attention to summer league. And that's the toughest part about doing our job is, like, I'm locked into college football year-round. And because of the transfer portal, it's almost like the NFL or the NBA offseason. Like, there's a free agency process. And so it's easy. Like, last year, you know, we knew Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley were going to USC pretty early. So there was time for the market to adjust, maybe adjust a little bit too much. But they ended up living up to the hype. But now, like, what we're seeing is – Like, I really like Clemson, for example, this season, right? But coming into the season, they have a five-star quarterback. They replace DJ. They have a really good defense. But I don't really love the wide receiver room. But what you'll see is a lot of these kids will hit the transfer portal. Not a lot, but some will hit the transfer portal later on. So even a couple weeks before camp, you know, players are coming into a new system. So trying to keep up with everything, that's changed so much. And that's why I get to a lot of these win totals early. And people laugh at me when I start talking about these in early August or in July. But, you know, some of these numbers are already gone. You know, like, for example, I really liked Kansas under this season, under six and a half. Now there's some five and a halfs out there. They had a great year last year. They bring back pretty much everybody offensively. But their defense stinks. And this year they step up in class. You know, they play a lot more ranked opponents. So keeping up with the transfer portal is really the toughest part. And, you know, you really have to watch all year round. And also you have to pay attention to recruiting. As crazy as that sounds, I used to make fun of the people on the message boards that were paying attention to the junior in high school or senior in high school. But now those are market indicators, right? Like if you see Clemson going after all these wide receivers or Arkansas going after all these defensive backs, you probably know going into the season that's their biggest concern. That's their biggest worry. Listen, don't talk about Tyler Morales like that on the message board talking about recruiting. We got yeah, pe- pe- People love that stuff. Those, and those are, those are good people that we're talking about here, Horvey. Now, I know you mentioned that you like Clemson a little bit. They're on, they're on the, uh, the thing that you sent me, Clemson, over nine and a half. Maybe you like Clemson to win the conference as well. Uh, we'll get a little micro. Let's go macro here. Could be an over or could be an under. As it stands right now, aside from Clemson, what is your favorite college football win total for the coming year? Yeah, perfect question, because there's two that I really like, all right? So I love UTEP over five wins. That's minus 120 right now, so it's a little juicy. I think this is my favorite bet of the college football season. I honestly think they win seven to nine games. I think they'll probably end up being favored in at least six. They bring back their quarterback, Gavin Hardison. They bring back their top running back and their best wide receiver. Seven starters from a decent defense, and they have the best offensive line in Conference USA. They have a top three defensive line in the conference. And last season, like you look at the win total at five, last season they went five and seven. They had a bunch of terrible luck, yet they outgained everybody in conference play by 50 yards per game, bad turnover luck. And they have a really, uh, the schedule is great. It's really favorable. They only play one Conference USA opponent on the road that had a winning FBS record last season. And they get Western Kentucky at home. So I like UTEP over five wins. And then the other team I really like, it opened at seven. It's at seven and a half right now. Um, Florida Atlantic, you know, I know everybody's talking about them because Tom Herman comes over. He's the head coach. I actually didn't think he was all that bad at Texas, to be honest. And he has 18 returning starters from a team that was a few plays away from being bowl eligible last year. Eight starters, I believe, back on offense. And they bring in Casey Thompson. Not that he was great at Nebraska, but he spent three years with Herman at Texas. They have 10 starters back on defense. And I think they have the easiest schedule in the AAC. They play all the bottom teams from the conference this year. So Tom Herman gets a pass there. And they don't have to play SMU. They avoid Memphis. And they get UTSA and Tulane, who are both going to be pretty tough this year at home. So I think Tom Herman might have them in the AAC title game year one. Love Florida Atlantic, and I love uh, UTEP this season, both to go over their win total. 
Right. I know you mentioned Clemson already as a team you like maybe to to make the playoff, maybe win a, a title, obviously something that they've done before with Dabo Swinney as the head coach. Their win total is nine and a half. Texas is a team that has been brought up by a lot of smart people as and I, everybody's going to laugh because it's like Texas is back and then they never do it and they go under their win total. They're addicted to going under their win total for the most part, but it's been a little different. The quarterback room this year is the craziest quarterback room you could possibly imagine. Quinn Ewers and Arch Manning and some other highly touted prospects. Um, what do you make of Texas this year? They're a little better than even money to win the Big 12. This is their last year in the Big 12, obviously, before they go to the SEC. A lot of people think they have the chance to make the playoff. How do you feel about Texas? Yeah, I mean, I think Texas is the most talented team in the country. And I keep saying that, and people laugh because, you know, they'll bring up the we're back, and, you know, we do this every year with Texas. But I like Sark a lot. Um, I think they're going to be really good offensively. You know, you could bring up the Bama game last year. They probably beat Alabama if Quinn Ewers doesn't get hurt in that game. I really do like Quinn Ewers. Uh, and even if he's not the guy, like you said, that's a crazy quarterback room, and Arch Manning's probably your third-string quarterback going into the season. You know, in college football, we overreact sometimes to replacing players. Like UCLA, I think they're going to be really good this year, even though they have to replace their three best players on offense. Same thing with Texas. Like, yeah, they have to replace Bijan Robinson, but look at all the depth that they have. So even if one guy goes down, they just have a five-star right behind them. They've done a great job recruiting. You always worry, you know, are they going to live up to the hype? They're so tough on the defensive side of the ball. Big 12's down a little bit. Obviously, they're going to get everybody's last shot because it's their last year in the conference. But I played them over the win total. I think they win double-digit games. And I know the price isn't great because it's a little bit better than even money, like you said. But I think Texas wins the Big 12 in their final year, and I think they win double-digit games. I wouldn't be shocked if they're in the playoffs. You better you bet here with Nick and Ken. It's a tremendous Thursday. We're talking college football with our pal, our BetQL teammate, co-host of BetMGM tonight here on the BetQL Network, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern time on weekdays, the great Ryan Horvath on Twitter at Ryan Horvath. Uh, Ryan, you mentioned Texas last year in the Big 12. So, too, for Oklahoma. Down year last year in Brent Venable's first year in Norman, Oklahoma finishing 6-7. and seven. A high win total this year, about 9, 9.5. Where do you stand on the Sooners here coming into the year? Yeah, I actually like Oklahoma. I didn't do anything with their win total, but they should be much better. You know, I, I mean, I like Dylan Gabriel. Uh, you worry about the defensive side of the ball, right, because they're never able to stop anybody. But I think they're going to be improved this year. I think it's them and it's Texas, you know, in the Big 12. Um, I think it might be a little bit of a down year for TCU, even though they bring in a great recruiting class. I think they're going to be really good next year, but they lose so much. But I do like Oklahoma. Um, I hear a lot of people making the case for them. I just, I like Texas a little bit better. You know, I just think that they're stacked at every single position. So I didn't do anything with the win total, but I know, you know, a lot of sharp people do like them coming into the season. Ryan, we were talking in the uh, commercial break before we had you on. Uh, Tyler and I were both talking, and he goes, Ken, have you bet any college football this year? And I said, well, I bet one win total. Maybe we'll do that when I get back from vacation. Uh, and he goes, well, okay, like tell me the win total, but what do you think about Colorado? And I think what that kind of speaks to is that for basically all college football fans, there is this kind of bizarre fascination with what Deion Sanders is obviously doing there. He gets hired as the coach. He shows up to the meeting with all the players, says like, my luggage is on the way, and it's Gucci, implying that like he has great players that are about to transfer and they should all leave if they don't want to be a part of the program and a lot of them left and he brought in a lot of good players instead and i think there's a belief i would categorize it as like the average better 
thinks Colorado is going over their win total. It's three and a half right now in the market. The schedule is very difficult. And again, it's like an entirely new roster on the fly. And then, you know, I talked to some sharp people and they're like, oh, I bet under on four and a half, like the second it opened. And that doesn't mean that the under is the right play. Just that I think there's like a lot of disagreement. Is this going to work? Like, is this whole experiment of bringing in a new team with Deion Sanders as the coach going to work? The win total is about three and a half right now. What do you make of Colorado? I know they weren't on your list, but I think they're just a team everyone's interested in. Yeah, they really are. And you know what's funny, Ken, is that there was an offshore market that as soon as Dion got the job, they bumped up to five and a half, and then they took it off the board like immediately. It went down to four and a half, and then it got fed all the way down to three and a half. I think three and a half is about right, um, but I would still lean under just because I think it's going to take him some time to turn that thing around. I do think they're going to be a lot better. I think they're going to be more competitive, but that's not really saying a whole lot because I think they're five and 21 in their last 26 games. It's just so hard to predict because I'm actually pretty high on the Pac-12. I like the Pac-12 a lot. I at least like the quarterbacks and the offenses. I don't know about the defenses. I think that's going to be the quickest turnaround is going to be Colorado on the defensive side of the ball because what they're doing is they're hitting the transfer portal and they're bringing in a lot of guys you know, from pretty solid programs. Maybe they're second or third on the depth chart and they want to improve their draft stock or they just want to play for Dion. So I do think eventually that thing maybe gets turned around or it's just going to be a complete mess. I just didn't want to tie up my money the next couple months in Colorado. If anything, I would have played them under four and a half. But like I said, three and a half seems about right. You look at the non-conference schedule, they might be able to pick up a couple wins. You know, it could be a five, six win season or they could go, you know, 0-12 or have one win. I just really don't know, but I can't wait to see. It's going to be the best storyline, I think, in the Pac-12 all season long. Horvey, about 90 seconds for this answer. Um, the one bet that we have not yet discussed that you love heading into the college football season is what and why? Yeah, so I love Pittsburgh, actually. I love them over six and a half, win, uh, six and a half wins. It's sitting at seven right now. I think their floor is seven wins, which would be a push at minus 115. Uh, you know, they upgrade a quarterback, in my opinion. Keaton Slovis is gone. Don't adjust your TVs when you see him at BYU week one. He's like 35 years old. But Pip- Pittsburgh brings in uh, – Phil Dracovic. He had 24 career starts at BC. His best year was back in 2020 with Frank Signetti, who's now the OC at Pitt. So they're reunited. Rodney Hammond's back at running back. Their defense is always really tough. And I think they have a shot to start 7-0. and And that's when the schedule gets tough. They see Notre Dame. That one's on the road. They're home against Florida State, though. And last season, their win total bumped up to 9.5. So this is a three-win adjustment. I just think that's too many. I don't love Pat Narduzzi, but I really like their defensive coordinator, Randy Bates. And they do a great job recruiting players for that program. So I'm pretty high on Pitt in the ACC. I think they go over seven wins, which is minus 115 right now, I believe. RV, great stuff here. You're coming up on BetMGM tonight, following us here on the BetQL Network, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, what, what, what do you got cooking? What can the people look forward to? Yeah, tonight, actually, we're going to talk about the Pac-12. We're also going to talk with uh, Nate Davis from USA Today, talk a little NFL football, where Delvin Cook's going to end up, all that fun stuff. All right, absolutely love it. 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern with uh, Ryan Horvath on uh, the BetQL Network, BetMGM tonight. My friend, we sincerely appreciate it. I'm kind of sad for you that this is your first nap in two and a half years. Like, I, I took one today also. Take one every love day. napping. Yeah. yeah, it's really great. Also, I don't have kids. Not yet, at least. Mm-hmm. I'll probably, probably get on that pretty soon. Horvy, appreciate it, brother. Stay well, and we'll talk to you. Thanks for having me, guys. The great Ryan Horvath here with us on You Better, You Bet. Yeah, like... You have kids, you can't nap anymore? Is that like, is that, is that a thing? No, I, th- I think you nap, you nap more for a little bit because you're up like all night. And so you got to sleep at some point. So you just fall asleep at really random times. Be like, oh, I'm on the couch and it's like 9 a.m. Oh, it's 11 a.m. 
oh, like what happened? Like, I don't understand. And then they get older and then you really can't really nap almost at all. Or you nap when they nap. That's the other trick. I think I need, I think I need an au pair. I don't know what an au pair is. You don't even have like a, you don't one. even have a kid yet. And you already <laughs> want somebody else to take care of it. <laughs> is that what an au pair is? <laughs> yeah. I think it's like a live in nanny, right? Oh yeah. Sounds like yeah. a great idea. Yes, give some stranger this child. That's, that's it. Yes, <laughs> get it away from me. <laughs> that, that, it's not give some stranger this child. It gives this stranger my child. My like, child, you know? yes. It's a boy. Yep, and it's going over here. Yeah, that's all right. That's, <laughs> see ya. All right. All right. Uh, we still got to hit AL and NL Rookie of the Years. We'll do that. Eight buckets coming up next hour, but coming up next, some NBA win total talk with our good friend, our You Better You Bet family member, Rick Camp. 